This is Central Carolina Journal, a program that highlights events, programs, and slices of life happening throughout our communities. I'm Ababakar. Thanks for joining us. In this episode, we shed a spotlight on veterans. There are several organizations that try to help meet various needs of active and former military members, but Harnett County has found it to be important to offer services to veterans directly and to pay tribute to residents that have served both past and present. After all, Fort Bragg does sit in part in Harnett County, and the county is home to many military families. Our Ricky Tan got an opportunity to sit with Veterans Service Officer Amy Noel to talk about ways that Harney County is working to serve those that have served our country. They met at the Veterans Service Office in Lillington. I'm sitting here in the Veterans Service Center in Lillington with, with Miss Amy Noel. She so graciously let me have an interview with her. So happy that we could uh, get our schedules together so I could come in and sit down and talk to her about her program and what the Veterans Service Center does here. Miss Amy Knowles. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here with us. And it's wonderful to find out that you're also a veteran. And uh, anything that I can do to help veterans out in the community and with their education, I'll gladly do. Thank you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you for assisting us veterans because a lot of us uh, sometimes don't know uh, the benefits and uh, things that we are entitled to. And we go for so long not knowing and not getting the help that we really need. So thank you. You're very welcome. Okay. Tell us about yourself, if you don't mind. I don't mind. Let's see. I served 10 years, three months, active duty in the United States Navy. Best time of my life. Um, I had planned on retiring as well. Unfortunately, family circumstances delegated that my path go in a different direction. Uh, When I got out, I went into the legal field, and I worked as a paralegal for at least 15 years, different attorneys in Fayetteville and here in Lillington. And I was with the Veterans of Foreign Wars when I met a gentleman named Mr. Richard Horde, and he introduced me to the Harnett County Veterans Council, which... I was the vice president at that time and then went on to be the president, which I'm currently still the president, and that's how I found out about this position. When this position came open, I applied, and I was not the first one hired. Uh, The first gentleman that was hired decided that um, he did not want to work here. He wanted to go back to Lee County and work, so I was hired, and I've been here ever since. I've been here nine years, and I love it. Amazing, amazing. It's funny how we have those those uh, ideas of being in one place and then somehow, some way, it seems like we get turned into a different direction. Exactly. And it always seems to work out, right? It sure does. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Okay. Tell us more about your outreach program here at uh, the Veterans Center. Originally, we had um, veterans in the Dunn area that were older and had informed the county commissioners that they just couldn't get here to Lillington and there were other veterans and widows in the area that needed services. So we started our outreach there in Dunn at the Dunn Emergency Services and also um, at the Irwin Fire Department. And so we tried to focus in that area first so that we could reach the veterans that just weren't able to come here. The more we were there, Um, We had veterans that were new 
to the county that would come in and meet with us. And then we expanded our outreach down into the um, like Johnsonville, Cameron, Spring Lake area. Mm -hmm. So we've changed locations three or four times just trying to find out what the best need for the veterans were. And that side of the county is now populating so much that we're thinking about adding a few more days of the month to go down into that area. Right. And the veterans in Dunn are kind of, you know, okay. diminishing in size. But we're trying different locations throughout the county. That way we can reach everybody that we possibly can. So um, any time we can get that information out as to our locations, dates, times, anything that we can do to reach the veterans. Other than COVID, we still continue to go to nursing facilities, assisted living, um, and we actually go to veterans' homes if that's what they require. So. Uh, amazing. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yes. I always think that we are, it seems like sometimes the veterans are the forgotten group. In this day and time, with so many things happening, uh, especially with the COVID and how sometimes we, we get isolated, and, and then people that we know and, and people that we care about seem like they're a little bit distant for asking or needing certain things, and uh, they they sometimes just can't get out to get to the people that can really help us. We need, I think, better communication and everything. How is it that we can contact you guys? Because some people don't have internet and are, aren't online. Is are there numbers and are there places that possibly we you got we can go to or to contact you? Yeah. So currently we go to the um, Spout Springs Fire Department on mm -hmm. Buffalo Lakes Road. Mm -hmm. Occasionally we go out to the YMCA, and then in Dunn we still go to the fire department, and we're trying to reach out with other county buildings so that we can, you know, utilize the facilities that we currently have. In the future, uh, probably August, September, um, out in the Ben Haven area, the old school is being remodeled, mm -hmm. and we're going to have satellite services out there as well. So again, then we have uh, phones. Uh, we also have, if you do have computer access. We have website inquiries mm -hmm. where you just you know, ask a general question and then we'll call you back. Mm -hmm. Most of our veterans either go to the outreach or come here to the office. Okay, thank you, thank you. I'm actually in Fayetteville, like I said, so I have close ties or I have the ability to go to the DAV and the Veterans Administration, the hospital there. So mm -hmm. uh, I know they are. They have uh, some similar outreach programs also to the veterans. Uh, you say you served, uh, you were there for all the while in Fayetteville? You say you, work, you worked there in, at, uh, in Fayetteville? Oh, for an attorney. Yes, yes. okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was told that you guys have a veterans park here. We do. Okay. The park is located directly out in front of this building, and it was instrumental when they were designing this building. Um, the park has been there since 2004, and it's grown um, since then. But when they designed this building, they tried to design it. Um, they, the county owned the lot behind it between the two buildings where it currently is, and they wanted to make sure that the Veterans Park was completely interactive with all of the, the services that they have here. So uh, I 
personally think that the county manager has the best view because his office is upstairs and he can completely overlook the Veterans Park. But we can see the park from here in our office and watch everything that's going on out there. Well, when I came in the first time and I was driving through and I was like, man, this is a really a huge building, but I, always, I saw the library and I didn't see the veterans affairs uh, place right here. And so I had to come in and ask where you guys were located. So yeah, you have a lot of space, a lot of parking. And you say it's uh, right across from here? It's attached to the front of the building. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I can, when we're done, I'll, take, I'll gladly take you out there and show you around and show you some different things that we have. That would be very, very mm-hmm. nice. I would love that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I asked about the park, and I was told X about, we have a veterans wall. We do. So we have a wall of honor, which is in the progress of being made. It should have been completed when the building was done, but we've had some technical issues with the designers. And we have a wall of heroes. We have a display for the USS Harnett County, which is a ship that was named after the Harnett County. It's a destroyer. Right. Tender and um, we have videos about it. We have replicas, so I can show you all of that as well. It's uh, kind of our baby out there. And we do have an interactive um, monitor out in the hallway as well, so you could um, click on any of the veterans that were selected for the Wall of Honor and see their full write-up. You can see the actual write-up for the Wall of Heroes, why each of those persons received uh, their award for heroism. And we have many videos about the USS Harnett County. Mm -hmm. And we actually have a flag, the last flag pennant, that was flown by the commanding officer when he was relieved of duty and it was sold uh, to the Filipino Navy. And when he did the handover, they handed him his flag. And so we've had that mounted, and it's outside by the facility. Wow. And when we have our Memorial Day and Veterans Day events, Mm -hmm. we fly the pennants, flags, and call signs for the USS Harnett County. So we have a yard arm in our Veterans Park as well. That's very, very awesome. Very awesome. You said the wall is right out here in the hallway. I saw it and I read a couple of things and I was like, man, how could I possibly get my name on on this wall? What do I have to do? It would be interesting to find out. (laughs) Yeah, so the wall of honor, how those veterans are selected. First, you had to have honorable service, but it's not about your service in the military. It's your service to Harnett County, the mm-hmm. community. Once you got out, what did you do to serve the community utilizing your veteran status? So each of those uh, veterans that were selected, some are in the Senate, some were ROTC instructors and how they've impacted hundreds of youth that have gone on to VMI, onto West Point, onto just being regular hit the ground Army veterans, Navy veterans. Some of them have actually just stayed here in the community and become foster parents, counselors. So just the impact from that alone is just exponential. One gentleman that's out there, he fostered over 200 children alone just from the time that he's, he's been out. So however you've dedicated yourself to the community. And the committee that we have for that, I felt that it may be partial if anyone from our office was on that committee because we know all about the veterans and what they've done. So I have members of the community 
and members of the veterans community that serve on that board, and they're the ones that make the selections as to who goes up. That's quite, uh, I can't say a huge task, but it's dedication to community as well yes. as service and everything. And, exactly. Uh, yeah, I got some work to do then. Right? You sure <laughs> do. <laughs> okay. Another goal to fulfill. Okay. Education for veterans. Tell us about what you guys provide as well as tell mm-hmm. us about the programs for okay. veterans that you guys. So the this office is a full source office. We can help the veterans with anything. Claims, medical issues, education, home loans, you name it, we can help the veteran with it. Um, in the education field, we can assist the veteran in getting into school, getting their certifications, uh, making sure that they have all their entitlements, making sure that they're getting their stipends, and work with their counselors. As far as the children of veterans, we assist all of the children get their Chapter 35 benefits. Um, we make sure that they get the state education benefits, anything that they're entitled to. Uh, there's competitive scholarships, just scholarships for being 100% disabled. So we work directly with the students, whether they're the veteran, the child, or the spouse. And that actually, um, our biggest claim to fame is the work studies. So we hire work studies. Anybody that's in a federal program under education can work in a VA-accredited work-study position. And uh, we just our last work-study that we had, uh, she just got hired by Moore County as a veteran service officer. Yes. And Amazing. our current work-study works between here and human resources. That's the field that he wants to go in. Mm-hmm. But he designed our um, interactive TV. So that's his specialty, your computers, and that's what his uh, training is. And so he helped us get that up and running because none of us are really that tech savvy to get th- you know, get something this exponential going. So I can show you his work. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. And that's what our work studies are doing. You mentioned... Loans. The home loan guarantees? Yeah, the home loan guarantees. Explain that to me because, see, I'm... You're still in the renting. Process. I'm still okay. renting. Okay. And uh, me and my wife always have wanted to become homeowners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes we don't go to the the right direction. And I need I think I need a little bit more guidance. We need a little bit more guidance to become a homeowner. So how would we get a loan? Well the the v, the VA home loan process, uh, first you have to get your certificate of eligibility from the VA. So you provide your DD two fourteen and they verify that you are entitled to the benefit. Once you become entitled to the benefit, you can take that certificate to any bank that you wanted to obtain your loan through, whether it's Wells Fargo or Veterans United Online um, or just your local bank if they do VA home loans. Um, In the comparison, you would need to make sure that you're shopping and getting the best rate. Uh, Sometimes VA home loans, the rate will drop down to 2%. could be at 3.25, and a regular conventional or um, FHA loan might be at 5%, so it would be in your benefit to take that lower rate. And then there's times where, based on your finances and different things, the VA home loan is higher than a regular loan, and it might not be to your benefit. So 
That's what the, the banking institutions should be able to help you with, making sure that you're getting the best rate for that home loan. And once you get, um, you know, your approval letter, um, then you take your letter to a realtor, and your realtor helps you shop for the houses that are within your, you know, your bracket. Right. It's been really hard <laughs> because uh, there, are, there are very few homes that are available at this time. I can think they're just starting to open back up. So. They are, but right. prices have increased exponentially. Yes. And that's due to the cost of lumber and steel and all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. um, I would definitely look into foreclosed properties as well. Those you might have the best deals on. Mm -hmm. And then just shopping around, making sure that you're getting into a decent neighborhood. Um, if you have to start with an older home, then make sure that you get all of your inspections and that you know what you're getting into before you sign the papers. Mm -hmm. Make sure I put that down. I'll write those things down. Very important. Very important. <laughs> okay. You know Mr. Richard Biggs, don't you? I've heard his name. He's uh, one of our veterans, I think, counselors. He's a counselor down at, uh, in Central Carolina, and I think he said he had to... Uh, contact you because you guys were doing a veterans parade or something to the veterans parade and i think we contacted him about our veterans experience action clinic so we have our parades annually mm -hmm. um, on veterans day mm -hmm. so our memorial day service is more low-key and solemn and then we keep veterans day for our bigger celebrations and parades mm -hmm. how would i uh, go about participating if i wanted to be a part of the veterans parade it we have every year, anybody that wants to be that, we put it on our website, and you just complete the application and um, get signed up. You can contact our office, um, fax us an application, all kinds of ways possible. Depending on what I wanted to do is mm -hmm. how I would be able to uh, present uh, the, uh, the event, or I'm sorry, uh, are you talking about what kind of a float or... Um, right, I'm sorry. Yes, you can pretty much have anything. We've had... Um, car clubs, we have Girl Scouts, we have Santa Claus, uh, we have fire trucks, we have an M1 Abrams that came one time. Oh, wow. There's all kinds of military equipment, you know, mm -hmm. Fort Bragg will bring some up, and believe it or not, some of the local population have gone out and purchased different vehicles, and they'll take them over to the high schools and use them with the ROTC programs or put them in parades. And So Fort Bragg does... Fort Bragg and uh, the military affiliates uh, always participate, or yes, okay, yes. Uh, the last, you know, the, we didn't have one parade because of COVID, but um, this past year and then the prior year, the 82nd Airborne Marching Band um, led off our parade. They're awesome. They're amazing. So amazing to work with. We've had, um, as our grand marshals, we've had our speakers, so they would go to the parade and be our grand marshal and then come over and speak. Mm -hmm. So we've had tons of colonels come up. Um, we've just had great support. Couldn't ask for better. Do you still have your Upward Bound program at the school? Yes, Miss Jennifer Roberts. She's the director over there and everything. And uh, actually, I'm... Uh, a participant of that program, so yes, they, they do a lot of similar things that you guys do here in the program uh, with bringing veterans that are wanting to come back and uh, participate and, and, and receive a degree. They've uh, assisted me from the beginning and everything, so I 
have enjoyed being a part of their program and everything. I actually am. I'm doing work study for them and everything. So I'm a representative of one of their one of their offices. So uh, since I'm in the program and I'm a veteran, I myself sometimes run into other veterans that are coming back to school, and I inform them of mm-hmm. the Upward Bound program over there and uh, let them know how they could be helped the benefits of the program and, and those type of things also. So, yeah, I mean, one of my study. prior work studies, Sarah was in the, I don't, she wasn't, um, I guess she, she was employed with them. So I'm not sure what she did there, but she was our work study and Sarah Duvall, Duvall. She sounds familiar. She sounds familiar. Little tiny Hispanic girl. Not big <laughs> as a minute. Yeah. Very sweet. Very mm-hmm. sweet. As a matter of fact, we just had a conference maybe a couple of weeks back. I think she, she, she and her husband might have been there, and mm-hmm. they were speakers. So, yeah. Okay. In closing. <laughs> <laughs> before, before we close, mm-hmm. um, earlier you were asking about um, veterans and how they would find out about this um, information, you know, that we're here and that we provide services. And you were talking about the gap between leaving the military, getting any type of veterans benefits, um, even though Fort Bragg is one of the largest military installations and we are right on top of them. You would not or could not imagine the number of soldiers that come off of active duty, don't know they're entitled to anything, and go years without filing claims. And then there's others, I, I think they're prepped by, you know, somebody in, in their community and they're on it and by the time they get out they've got their benefits and they're rolling and um, and they just move on. Uh, currently Harnett County has about 15,500 veterans and we are growing. So we've started tracking the number of veterans that we have by our intake system and from January forward we've seen about 350 new veterans that we've never seen before. Yeah, and I think it's due to the, the growth in the, in the houses and mm-hmm. people moving to this area. Um, that's the only thing that we can think of as to why we're having such a big growth. Either that or they are somehow finding out about different services that are here. I myself was uh, one of those veterans. I got out in '96. And I decided I didn't want anything to do with the military. Exactly. But I didn't know. But I didn't know anything about veterans' benefits. Uh, and at that time, I was only receiving ten percent mm-hmm. because I had injured myself in uh, from jumping. I had a knee injury, and uh, if I wouldn't have taken the time just to go and uh, see about that, I would have never known about percentage and what veterans receive and everything. But it took me. Till 2000, probably 2006, mm-hmm. and some, and I uh, started trying to change a lot of things in my life. Uh, someone said, "You know what? You should be getting benefits, Rick. What are you What are you doing? And what are you doing? I'm like, I said, "What are you talking about benefits? What are you doing?" I said, "I'm getting 20. percent I'm good. I'm okay." They was like, "No, <laughs> yeah, so much other things Medical that are happening. Benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So." Uh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of your home loan, because you are a service-connected disabled veteran, when you do your VA home loan, they cannot charge you a VA funding fee. So the big portion, if you were to um, hire a broker to help you 
find loans and find homes, things like that, uh, they can't charge the, the broker fee. So, And if they do, then the VA will reimburse you because you're a service-connected disabled veteran. Wow. Okay. So all kinds of benefits out there. Okay. Now, do you have to be a certain percentage or do you have to... No, just receiving compensation. So veterans from 10% all the way up to 100%. It's good to know. That's it is good to know. know. Good to know. Okay. And, you know, but the we still find it so amazing that we have um, very few World War II veterans, but Korean War veterans that will come into the office and they'll say, well, I'm only here because I know I get burial benefits. Yes, but what, you know, what about you now? What do you mean, what about me now? Mm-hmm. I, I served and that was it. Um, or I'm only here to make sure that my wife knows how to take care of me when I die. And they don't even realize that they could have had benefits all that time um, or that they're entitled. And so it's typically that we end up, they die relatively quickly after they come in, and we're just providing care for the widows afterwards. So we have quite a few uh, widows in this area that we provide services for and you know, it's it's just amazing mm-hmm. the numbers. So, mm-hmm. you guys uh, do pro- provide a very good service, and once again, I want to say thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate, it. I appreciate the time. Mm-hmm. In closing, is there anything else that we should know about uh, your program here in uh, Lillington? Is, uh, did we cover everything? <laughs> I, I think we did. Um, we have some wonderful service officers. Our director has been here for 26 years, uh, and he took the place of a woman that had been here for 40-some years. She she started working for the county um, probably 1949 or 50, helping veterans. And uh, when she retired and Mr. Truesdale took her position, the there were probably 50 or 60 filing cabinets full of veterans information that he had to go through she kept everything and um even after she had retired and gone home veterans would go to her home because they didn't know uh, how mr truesdale would be able to help them so uh, uh, we've had you know we have some really good service officers and so do our surrounding counties so um it's just uh, getting the word out and making sure that the veterans know that the services provided by the counties are free of charge, and there are several places in and around the areas that charge fees to veterans to help them with their claims, um, and the veterans don't know that they have free services to them just by the county that they live in and the taxes that they pay for. Always good to know. Always good to know. Yes, it uh, is. Once again, I want to say thank you. You're very welcome. You, you really made my day, and I'm going to make sure I pass on as much information as I can because I'm still learning. And, and like I said, you, we don't know it all, but if we don't ask, we'll never know. So That's true. So thank you. That's true. And I'm looking forward to giving you the grand tour of uh, the Veterans Hall mm-hmm. and the Veterans Park. Yes, we will do that momentarily. Thank yes. You. Okay. That has been my interview with Miss Amy Noel. She has been so wonderful to let me come and sit with her and just explain about her program here at the Veterans Service. Thank you, and uh, we will see you on uh, Central Carolina Journal. 
Veterans Services in Harnett County offers veterans and their families assistance in accessing various benefits, including filing claims and appeals, obtaining education assistance, and filing for home loans, among other services. Their office, including the Wall of Honor and the Veterans Park, are located at the Harnett County Government Complex in Lillington. Their website is harnett.org veterans and their phone number is 910-893-7574. Again, it's 910-893-7574. That's going to do it for this edition of Central Carolina Journal. To hear any of our shows, visit www.883wuaw.com ccj or search 883wuaw on your favorite podcast app. If you have any idea for future episodes, give us a call at 910-814-8859 or email us at wuaw at cccc.edu. Central Carolina Journal is a public affairs presentation of Central Carolina Community College and its radio stations, 90.5 WDCC and 88.3 WUAW. I'm Ababakar. Thanks for listening.